and welcome to Creativity and Chaos, a 1L2N podcast. I am Amy, and we are joined by some ridiculous people today. Missy? <laughs> Mike? Quite insane. Tommy? Oh, yes, meow. And our ridiculous of guests, Liam? Yo. We are a family of ridiculous people going through the create. Nope, we're going through the story writing process of bringing you along for the ride. Hello. All right, if you're our first time listener, please, if you've made it this far, thank you. (laughs) It's not as bad as it might seem. (laughs) Five seconds in. (sighs) Oh, that's that's about more than I would have lasted. What is this? Yeah, I would have been like, why did she say hello? (laughs) <laughs> okay, how is everyone's week doing? Going, being, happening. School, I went, schooling. Tommy school, went schooling. Somewhere. I went to a wedding. Woo! Yay! It was my first uh, non-family related wedding, which is pretty exciting. cool, and traditional wedding because oh. it was that I've never gone to a traditional wedding, or at least one that I remember. And it was great. It was in the mountains. And there, it was basically like a little compound for the uh, my friends. And there was like a little stream running right under the compound with a water wheel. And it was all going downhill. This gorgeous, beautiful area. It was like 60 degree weather, clear skies, great food, great people. There was a piano there and I started playing it while no one was there. And then I accidentally gathered an audience, which was what I was... <laughs> trying to avoid i was like i don't want to take the spotlight on me and then i did and i'm like okay everyone's here goodbye i'm leaving (laughs) so were you just like jamming out and then you turn around and realize there's people there yep that's exactly what happened (laughs) alexa was like you're doing good and i'm like "Uh uh-oh i didn't mean to do that (laughs) i meant to do bad i meant to do bad yeah (laughs) then you start playing chopsticks oh oh did i it was it was really cool because I love looking at the stars whenever I get the chance here in the good old NC. It's you can't necessarily look at it in particular parts of it. Where I live, I could probably see about a hundred stars. But I would say where we were at, I saw a little over a thousand. So it was really mm. beautiful. It was he just counted like everyone. Uh, yeah, I counted everyone. Uh, we literally we it was it was forty degrees. It was midnight. We all just went out into the road. Because no one was there. It was a backwoods area. Mm. Went out to the road, laid down, and looked straight up the entire night. It was mm. it was fantastic. It was a awesome. great time. Free drinks, free food. What more could you ask for? Free <laughs> money. I got free blanket. Free healthcare. Yeah. And free fire. Free. <laughs> oh, no. oh, sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> no, that, that's awesome. That sounds really fun. It was a, a very relaxing, enjoyable time, and I let loose and I danced. Did I look like a white person? Absolutely. But did I enjoy myself? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. You have, to, you have to cross that threshold of, I know I'm going to look ridiculous, but then if you have a blast doing it, and then people will see that you're having a blast regardless of whether or not you look ridiculous, and they'll be happier because you're dancing. Mm-hmm. It was it was great, and the band was legitimately like a good live band. Their, their musicianship was was tip top. Like they all seemed to like each other. And they're all playing so well, and it was something that I appreciated so much. It was great, good time, good time, good weekend. So my the job that I got had month long training, and we had two tests that we had to pass in order to like 
officially get our job. And I passed the first one. It was two weeks in. And we had our last one this past week. And I passed that one as well. So I now officially, officially have the job. Woo! Yay! (laughs) That doesn't mean I'll keep it. Who knows? I could be really bad at this job. (laughs) I'm hoping I'm not. But yeah, so excited that I it's it's not as stressful now because having a month long of like you still might not make it was like really terrifying. So learned a lot, made some friends. We'll see how it goes. So yeah, that's that's how my week's gone. Yay. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, that's a lot thank of you, fun. Thank you, thank you. Takes a lot of that initial pressure off. Like yes. okay, I am absorbing what they have taught me. Now I just have to demonstrate. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I uh, submitted final budget plans for my hotels this week for 2023. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, It was a process. It was a process. But it is hopefully I'm knocking on wood right now. Hopefully it's done. We won't have to make any other revisions. I don't think we will unless something major, like major information comes back to us. But Mm. now we can start working on all the other projects that got pushed to the back burner for the last two months. So <laughs> still lots of work to do. But yeah, I'm I'm so exhausted from that. I am actually taking some time off this week to just do nothing. Heck yeah. All the the long weekends that I worked, I've stacked up quite a bit of time. So it's good. Did you solo most of that? It's very different than my previous experience. Mm. Our managers are our our di- directors are really good at knowing their own finances instead of just kind of leaving it to me to to fend for myself. So it it was a true group effort with these. Um my primary hotel I did a lot more work on and then my secondary hotel I was more supporting role and taking care of departments like IT and you know ANG HR stuff like that. Yeah, there's still a lot of work but a lot of people were involved, so it made it much, much easier to do when everyone's working as a team together. So that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. I so took if anyone from my team's e- listening, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I took a exam for nine hours that was only ten questions, so that sums Whoa. up my grad school experience so far. Explain. Just ten conceptual based con- uh, questions. You had to write a bunch if you were an elephant and your feet were made of roller skates, what tree would you find in the desert? Right? That's that's like a conceptual question. No? Okay. Please provide and three Hawaii. sources and, oh, yeah, and evidence to support your findings. Yeah, did you have to write a paper for each question essentially? No. Question number one. Pine straw or leaf litter deposited in pure pine stands is often removed and used for decorative landscaping. What would be the impact on the soil quality of the pine stands that have material removed on an annual basis explained in terms of chemical, physical, and biological properties? Oh, so it's it's yeah, that sort of totally. question. It's not it's not a tough question to answer until you start to type it out and go, "I'm so stupid." You know, <laughs> the more you try to answer in detail, the more details you realize you need to know. Yeah, and you want to make your answer nice, neat, and concise, and it's only you know a paragraph long for each answer. But you're going back oh. and checking your notes and doing a bunch of stuff, so it was fun. Yeah, that's all I did. That and I watched Peacemaker. <gasps> which... I gotta watch that. It has the best show intro that I've ever seen eh. because I always skip show intros, including like yeah. the Game of Thrones intros. But what? I watched the Peacemaker intro eight times because there's eight episodes. That's saying something. Which is just funny. about the intro. We know nothing about how it feels about the show. Yep. 
which is definitely something I do want to talk about. I want to have an episode where we talk about intros to media and how they can really hook you or dispel you from Screw whatever it. you're Let's do it right now. All right. We'll talk about Peacemaker. We'll talk about Skyrim. Having the best PC game intro ever. We'll talk about Game of Thrones. We'll talk about Breaking Bad. What else do you want to talk about? We can we talk can. about a lot of stuff right now. Question. Wait. Okay. So... Last week when you said you wanted to talk about intros, I thought you meant the opening scenes of things, not the intro things. Well, yeah, that's kind of the scenes. same thing. Opening no. scene. No, you're talking about intro credits or are you talking about the first scene? Like, yeah, the first scene. Not Oh, not intros. Like, it, no, I would have said the credits. Like the, the, the It sounds like, Mike, you're talking about the opening credits. The opening right? credits. Yes. Okay, because those are two very different topics, but two very good topics worth discussing. Yeah, I mean, we can do that. We can talk about both. If you want, screw it. Let's talk about everything. I got prepped right now. Yeah, I got to prep. I got to see Peacemaker first. Let's do that next week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that next week. All right. So this is it. It's I will watch it this week. (laughs) Well, specifically, what I was talking about was not the intro, like the the what are those called? The songs that... Yeah, the opening credits. Opening credits. Opening cre- Okay. So I wasn't talking about opening credits. I was specifically talking about like the first scene that you watch that hooks you into a show or a movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see like what you guys thought was the best ones or what would be good elements to have uh, in an opening scene. That so, I'm yeah. totally unprepared for. Okay, okay. Okay. So think about that this week and so, that will be next week's topic. Oh, Both I got of those already. topics... Everyone got to work on something with that. We yes. all prep and we'll all come back to the table and be like, bam. Yeah, there you go. Okay. A- anyway, anyway, we'll talk about yeah. that later. Liam, how are you? Before we move on. All right. Uh, I haven't really been doing much. Add the PSATs. Ooh. They're fun. Mm-hmm. It's like 47 questions, like 35 minutes. Well, that's one of four sections. So it's, I didn't like how little time I had. For each question, it was like less than a minute. Well, I guess one yeah. section was more over a minute. But the thing is, you have to do a lot of reading. Especially for the reading ones, they give us less time. But the math ones, which I didn't need as much time, they gave us more time, which didn't really make sense to me. Because math, you don't have to do as much reading. Yeah, but not everybody is as quick at it as you are. At what, reading? A math. At, at math. Doing a math equation. Uh-oh. Some people yeah, need but... to sit and, and try and draw from the memory banks. Okay, which equation is it I'm looking at? Which series of whatever? Yeah, I mean, I'm the same call. way. It's just, I don't know, it didn't make sense to me. It's too little time for Not the, the time English for the section. Reading, yeah, way, way too little. But I finished it, so Yay. at least I did that. They were, it was just a lot in a very short amount of time with only one break. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I clocked out. I don't know my score yet. Come back to you on that one. <laughs> but, um... That was that. Hmm. I can't think of too much else. Apparently, I was the only one that prepared for this week's podcast with the intro thing. Hey, no, I was ready. Hey, oh, I was ready okay. too. Oh, okay. It's just we thought of different definitions of the word intro. So, well, yeah, I mean, we discussed in the intro yeah. of the thing. Yeah, I thought we were talking about <laughs> bonus content today. We are. I might have we said last week when we were doing the podcast. Did. Don't yeah. me on that. Sorry, I think Amy told me in the middle of the week bonus content. I was like, oh, cool. I can talk about that. Or I can also talk about intros and pretend like I know what I'm talking about, which is what I usually do. <laughs> so it sounds like a lot of us had tests this weekend or this week. 
because there's three of us mm-hmm. that all took tests. Missy had a professional test. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tommy had a social test. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, yeah. We are all tested. Did you all, did you pass? I passed. I, I don't know who I you were passed. asking. <laughs> I thought Mike was shaking his head for me. So, <laughs> oh. I was just like, oh, okay. Nah, I guess I, just I didn't said, pass. <laughs> I just said you to see who would answer. Fair oh, good. I probably got no, at, at least first... a 40. Okay. Out of? A hundred. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Liam, what about your military test? Oh, yeah, I took a military test. That's true. That's one of them I took. Did pretty well on that. Considering I did all the work in my head, I was rushed. I got the best in the area. I got like an nice. 85, though he said I got a question wrong, so I could get a high 80s. Out of 99, and you know, it's only a 31 to pass, and the average is like in the 50s. Oh, nice. And he actually challenged him on one of the questions that was marked wrong. That's what you meant, right? Yeah, I challenged him. Is it and the ASVAB? Like, oh, yeah, you got it right. As- yeah. As- ASVAB. VAB. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the Marine version, though. We took the Air Force one, which is the ASVAB. So we took it. I don't remember taking it. <laughs> Didn't you take it at high in high school? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school, was so long ago. When I was in high school, all students were required to take it. So oh, we were at least at my high school. So we were in the same high school and yep. only two years apart. So I would yep. assume that I, think you took it. I slackered it. But I think you didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound right. like me. That's right. You <laughs> <laughs> care so much. <laughs> well, this week I wanted to talk about bonus content. So this is not a bonus episode, although haha, it's funny because it's bonus content. <laughs> Anyways. Again, first time listeners. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So the idea, okay, what sparked this idea was there is a book series that I really love, but I just found out, because I usually read the Kindle version of books these days just because if I do want to read it, it's only a few dollars compared to a $20 physical copy. And right now from a budget, it's just a lot easier. So when I'm reading these versions on Kindle, they don't usually have like the bonus chapters that the author has put in. And this one series that I'm reading, turns out, depending upon where you bought it, it had different bonus chapters. And some had both bonus chapters. One had one, one had the other, depending upon what store you bought it from, or if you bought it from their website or whatever and whatnot. And that frustrated me a little bit because I understand the idea of you want to have different attributes to your book that make it appealing depending upon where you're getting it from. I get that. But specifically for books, I feel like all of that should be accessible, in my opinion, to the reader. If you purchase the book, no matter where you purchase it, it should have the bonus chapters. And I think for me, it seems a little silly that you have to go to these different stores just to get the different bonus chapters. And I started thinking about how DVDs also used to do this where, I mean, I don't know if they still do that. Who knows? I haven't bought a DVD in forever. Where it was like, if you buy the gold edition, you Mm -hmm. get 25 hours of extra bonus content and, you know, that kind of thing. So I wanted to get your guys' take on bonus chapters, bonus content, DLCs, blah, 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 whatever. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Timing-wise, it's interesting you say this. Just last night, I was... Looking at something on one of my bookshelves, uh, I realized as I organized some of my DVDs, I located one of your DVDs, Amy. It's your Star How Trek. How dare you? 
Star Trek DVD and I had located mine and I was putting together. I'm like, I have both of them. What is happening? And the one is clearly yours and it's got all the bonus content on it. Mine does not have the bonus content. And for a split second, I felt like, oh, I don't get the bonus content. And then I thought about it. I'm like, I don't watch bonus content. I don't need (laughs) bonus content in my life. The only bonus content I ever want is like, extended scenes deleted scenes alternate endings like if it's something that's filmed part of the movie i want that and i prefer it to actually be like in the actual viewing of it Mm. other than that i never ever watch it i i just don't care it's not it's not made for me i guess so you'll be getting your your extended edition or bonus content dvd back at christmas oh okay thank you so okay but i know that you're we have four Christmas. Thank you. At, um, no, not four Christmas. No, 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 I'm not no, like no, that. Four, four at Christmas. No, no. At Christmas, because that's the next time I'm going to be seeing her. So I will bring uh, it in my luggage. And okay. nothing Separate else. from the Christmas presents, <laughs> which also have her name on them. You're going to open up other... your, your suitcase and it's just thousands of Star Trek <laughs> bonus discs. <laughs> Amy, here's all the things I've I've got that are yours. Enjoy. Oh, little bows on each of them. As If I have little bows, that's fine. Because I probably don't remember that I still own those items. So <laughs> it'll be like a bonus. <laughs> like, oh, it's a Christmas. Your kid. stocking will be filled with like candles you gave me that I've burnt a little bit and gone, mm, it's not for me. I'm just going to give it back. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. <laughs> To go to Missy, because I know that you are also an avid reader. What mm-hmm. how do you, what is your thought process about a bonus chapter? I've never heard of bonus chapters in books, <laughs> and I, I find it kind of appalling. I've never heard of a bonus chapter until Amy told me about it this week, and I was like, "What are you talking about? A bonus chapter? Like, yeah. if you're going to write a book, give me the whole book. I shouldn't have to pay more money to get the whole story. If you want to write an extra story or whatever and publish it separately fine i'll go buy that too i guess my question for clarification then is it a continuation of the story is it important story information that is left out like what is a bonus chapter in a book well it first of all it depends upon who you ask because if there's someone who's obsessed with it they'll be like yes it's important information but generally when i see bonus chapters within books it's usually because I like a lot of romance books. So it's like the couple that finally got together at the end a few years later and how they're doing and what they're up to. Or if the story is about multiple people, but you don't really get to see a lot of what happened with some of those people, it'll just be like a sweet moment or an interesting moment between two characters. And it's it's so weird that you guys haven't heard because of like bonus chapters for books, because this is a thing that happens, I guess, all the time with books that I read. Hmm. So I don't think that they're necessarily prominent information for the main story itself. But I do think it is really nice to be like, you know, two characters went off and were talking and it's like, I wonder what they were talking about. Oh, well. But then you get a bonus chapter and the bonus chapter is what those two characters were talking about. It's not prominent to the story, but it's interesting to hear what went on. And Later on, it might be relevant a few books down the line, but for the most part, a lot of the bonus chapters are just like extra content that they thought that's not on the main timeline, but it's just like 
a P.S. Here's also this fun, cute thing that happened, or it doesn't or have to maybe be maybe something the author originally wrote to be part of the main story, but it was cut in editing because it didn't really advance the story itself. You may, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it could absolutely be that. I, I don't know, but I would say particularly with books, it's usually not super relevant to the actual books, and it's usually about side characters that had a conversation or had a moment, and you wanted to know about it, but the author moved on. I suppose to me that sounds almost like an updated edition of a book. Like, here's Tales of the Blah 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 second edition, now featuring mm. Blah Blah Blah. Yeah. But I, I don't like the idea of selling different copies. Like, you can buy the basic copy of a story or you can buy the yeah. bonus. Like, that just bothers me, the idea of that with, with writing. That See, that's what I felt too, but I wasn't sure if I was like the only one because I just feel like, especially with a story, it should be accessible to all, mm-hmm. like the whole story. So if I'm buying it on Kindle, I should be able to get all the bonus chapters. I shouldn't have to Google the bonus chapters in order to find someone who wrote down the bonus chapters because they know not everyone got like the hard copy edition or the, mm-hmm. uh, the paperback version. I always want to say the soft core <laughs> edition or whatever. <laughs> I think, I think that yeah. the, the, the big thing for me is I don't really care if there's bonus chapters as long as they don't affect the actual story. Like it could be additional content that's fine. But, you know, if it if it was cut in editing, it was probably cut for a reason. And it probably made the story content better in the long run. And then people who are kind of obsessed with the story might be like, "Ooh, I get to read a little bit more about this universe or this from this author. And I know I like this author, so I know I'm just going to enjoy the bonus content. So cool, whatever. I, I don't really care about stuff like that. It's it's when you have to buy it in a certain way and you can't get that content separately. That's the only thing that as a consumer, you know, limits your ability to have choice and they do this Mm -hmm. in video games a lot where it's like pre-order bonus you get an extra mission and that's annoying because i am adamantly against pre-orders especially when it's just like i'm going to give you money for something that i don't know it's going to be the same thing when it actually comes out as what you've advertised but then i can't ever access that mission again because i didn't pre-order and i can't purchase it separately if i really enjoy the product and want it that's the only time that i get upset as a, a consumer at some point, all content should be available to all consumers, like if it's a purchase content, if it's certain in video games, I guess certain rewards for accomplishments or participation in a certain event. OK, I get that that's only going to be limited to just done. But if you're going to develop content, it why limit who can have access to that content? I get it from a marketing capitalistic perspective, but yeah. but I mean on our Patreon we have a we're going to have a bonus content of Liam explaining a disaster movie that he watched Greenland and True. that is bonus content. It is not available anywhere else. And Okay, but anybody can access it if they pay for it. It's not yeah. a the first 10 people to download this get it and then it's gone forever. Yeah, well, I don't think it's that way with DLC too or, or a bonus content. Well, with books. the pre order like, is what I was Pre orders are different. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying with a book, like let's say if you purchase it from Barnes and Noble, then you get an extra bonus chapter. But I don't have a Barnes and Noble near me and I don't want to purchase something offline, but I have a local mm-hmm. bookstore. It's that's a shame because then I can't get yeah. that bonus chapter and it's kind of locked in. As long as it doesn't affect the main story though, again, I don't really care too much, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> 
It was probably cut for a reason. I think that's a lot of times you find people really upset because bonus content was left out or beta content in general. But, you know, if you're developing a game or a book or something, you have to cut stuff down and it it makes it a better product usually. Okay, but I I was only speculating that some of it could have been cut content. We're not talking exclusively cut content here. We're talking oftentimes about content developed as like, oh, I finished my book and I want to write a little more about this. Or people have expressed interest in knowing more about that, so I wrote about it. I know that there was a special edition of the I Am Legend like DVD back in the day, and it had two endings. And they originally filmed either one or two endings. I can't remember. And then they had to change it because the audience did not respond well. Mm-hmm. And the only thing you could get for that second ending was, you know, by getting this bonus content DVD. So that's kind of one of those things. It's like, well, they obviously changed the product and now you can only access this extra ending here. But then again, it's not the final story that they decided to produce. So, you know, it's if you really liked I Am Legend as a film, then maybe you'd really want that extra secret ending that could have possibly been. I've seen that with several movies. I think once you put it out there, like Sphere, for example, I don't know if you guys know that that movie there are two different endings to that and they'll show one ending on tv but then the other ending is on the dvds Hmm. which is very frustrating if you want to watch the movie with one versus the other or if you don't have cable for example and you never have an ability to watch the ending that's on tv you're just stuck with the one on dvd or, or vice versa it just seems weird to me like if you've put out two endings just give people access to both endings my my favorite type of bonus content is usually production based. So behind the scenes filming yes. of, you know, it's yeah. definitely not meant for majority of people, I believe. I would say it's more into it's more for people who are either diehard fans and just want to see how it's done or it's people that are interested in that production aspect. And I think a lot of that content actually I I just listened to a podcast episode, maybe from Play Watch Listen. I'm not sure. And they were talking about how bonus content, you know, specifically behind the scenes stuff used to be like, okay, this director hates this cinematographer and they don't get along and you could see the conflict behind the scenes. But nowadays it is scripted pretty much. Yep. And it is, Uh. this is the best director I've ever worked for. And man, Mm -hmm. is this a really good film. You know, it's all promotional material as opposed to actual behind the scenes, but it's disguised as behind the scene content. And that is really upsetting because I want to see what goes wrong in a production because it's more interesting Mm. to me and how they overcame it. Behind the behind the scenes. Oh my gosh. That would be a brilliant mockumentary. I think for stuff like Patreon, it's different because you're spe- they it's specifically advertised as like, hey, this is bonus content that you can pay for. Mm-hmm. And it's available as, yes, as long as you pay for it. But it's not like, yeah, the first 10 people who like this video will get that free bonus content. It's like, hey, that bonus content is located here only. So if you want it, subscribe to our patreon that kind of thing whereas with dvds it was always like here's four different purchasing options one is the regular dvd one is the regular dvd with bloopers one is the regular dvd with bloopers and behind the scenes one is regular dvd with bloopers behind the scenes and 
a special VHS or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm actually has, okay but. with that because then you're only spending the money on what you want. What I have a problem with is if you can only access the one you want through a certain company or mm. through like you have to physically go into the store or whatever. Like all of those four tiers of options you just listed should be available for you to buy anywhere. That's that Fair is enough. what bothers me with accessibility. Yeah. So if you had like a one DVD that was like mm -hmm. 15 minutes of bonus content only exclusively at Best Buy and the other one yeah. is like only yes. exclusively at that bothers Walmart me. or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I felt when trying to figure out these bonus chapters of like, wait, what, why are they in different stores? Like that doesn't seem mm -hmm. right to me. If they sold them all in the same store. Okay, fine. Seems a little silly, but fine. But if you have to go to a different store to get different bonus content, that just seems ah, weird and it, I don't want to say it seems wrong, like that's but... not a media specific problem. It's more of a market failure problem. Mm -hmm. Trying to segment the market fair enough, fair to, to make sure mm -hmm. that one company has something special to sell. You know, they do that all the time with just about every piece of media that you can sell. There is a company out there that's going to be like, you get it from Best Buy and you are going to get a fantastic extra content. And I, I think that, again, I would say that's more of a market failure. Now, it could be different if Best Buy specifically paid for that extra content to be produced. Because True. then they are make, they are spending money mm -hmm. and saying, hey, it's look, their this is... their content that they're selling. Yeah. If, if they were the ones that paid for the behind-the-scenes content, then, mm -hmm. you know, they should be the ones for exclusive rights to it. That would and, make sense. And I do agree with that. Yeah. I do agree with that. Which, um, that might I, be what some book chapters are, you know? Uh, it, it might see, be a deal I, between publishers. But I think there's a difference between behind-the-scenes and actual, like, content. Like... Did Best Buy produce the sequel to that movie? You know, no, they're producing some behind the scenes content or whatever company, right? No. Whereas but producing extra chapters feels like producing extra episodes of a TV show or. Well, I, I would assume that it would probably work like this. You write a book, you go to a publisher. They're like, yep, we've edited it. It's great. We also have a special deal. We're going to give you an extra X amount of money. But this publishing company wants a bonus chapter. Do you want to accept that deal? And you go, sure, I'll go ahead and get an extra $50,000, which is ridiculous, for writing a single bonus chapter with exclusive distribution rights for Barnes & Noble. And that's probably how most of it happens. I, I, I'm mm -hmm. just assuming at this point. It's probably not like a writer goes and says, I'm going to write this entire story and then I'm going to oh, yeah. sell parts of it to different distributors. No, no. It's people usually approaching their publishing company. Yeah. Or companies approaching their publishing company. Yeah. I'm not saying that I don't get it and it doesn't make sense. I'm just saying maybe the whole system's broken. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's broken depending upon your point of view for it. I think as a consumer, it's broken, right? Mm -hmm. we, we feel that we should have access to that content or at least be able to access that content in as many forms and in ways as possible. But, you know, as an artist, as the, the person who puts up the capital for the production of, of the art, then you have different rights. You are allowed to release mm -hmm. it as you want and how you go. And I think that the the conflict might just be, like I said, more of a market failure as opposed to a... I wouldn't call it a market failure. I would say it's market manipulation. A market failure to me would be trying to sell something in a specific market and it just doesn't do well. 
No. Whereas trying to control which markets things can be sold in would be more manipulation. Mm-hmm. And manipulation is not necessarily being used as a, an underhanded term here. It's simply that's just the term for determine for molding which markets and which avenues get what revenue streams. Well, I, I guess then I got we could go into micro and macroeconomics, but I don't think it's going to be specifically microeconomics here. It's not going to be really applicable on the, the podcast. Yeah, I, I think uh, I don't know. Is there is there any bonus content that anybody actually really enjoys other than behind the scenes sort of thing? I mean, I love a good blooper personally that those are always fun. Just to see, especially if it's like a serious movie and you get to see these actors being super serious and then all of a sudden they're like, Break. they mess up on the line. They're like, ah, shit, ah, dang it. Like, it's it's fun to see them out of character. It kind of humanizes them as well. So I, I personally really like a, like a good blooper reel. I also love the bonus chapters in books because usually when I'm reading a book, I fall head over heels for it. And so I'm like, yes, give me anything else. I don't care what it's about. <laughs> give it to me. I guess this is a thing for the media that I consume. I don't mind exclusive bonus content or just bonus content in general because I, I'm not the type of person to consume bonus content. It happens with video games all the time. Sometimes I'll just buy... I mean, it's a waste of money, but sometimes I'll just buy like the ultimate edition and then I'll literally never spend any time playing any of the DLC just because I, I really love a, when something comes to an end, when it feels like it's coming to an end, having something, you know, like DLC or bonus content for me to consume after I just felt like it ended feels like it's going on too much. And then I lose appreciation for that particular thing. At least that's how I feel. I played through all of Skyrim. I just did not touch the DLC. And I know the DLC for Skyrim is everybody loves it. But I'm just like, it came to such a, a beautiful end. I don't want to I don't want to touch anything else. Like I really like where it stopped. It's same with Fallout. Even though I don't think it came to a beautiful end, it ended for me and my brain was just in that that particular <laughs> moment where I was like, if I have any more, it's just going to feel like it's going on too long. So I just don't consume it. Now if it's bonus content to a game, or a particular piece of media that doesn't really have an end, say, for example, base engineers or Minecraft, where it's like, mm-hmm. get skins or Sandbox get new blocks. Games. Yeah. I'm like, I'm all for that. Like, I'll eat it up. Hmm. Interesting. Because that continues my own story to a journey that necessarily hasn't ended, I guess, is what, how I feel about it. I don't know. I'm weird about it. Have you guys heard of the video game Disney Dreamlight Valley? Yeah, it's like new Stardew one. Valley, but Disney. Yeah, it's a little Stardew, a little, I forget what the other one was. But it's it's like a combination of a few of those sort of games. And it's apparently it's going sim. to be, yeah, apparently it is going to be free next year for people to play. However, you can play it right now and there are different tiers that you can purchase it at and one of them is like $70 and essentially what you're getting is skins you're getting the skins different outfits you can wear different little animals that little familiars you can have running around with you that that you won't be able to get unless you purchase it and i personally find this game interesting i actually do want to play it but in my mind there is no way i'm going to pay all of that extra money if if the game is just going to be free for next year 
just for like a dress and a crown and a cool t-shirt and like a badge and a sticker and like a an interesting familiar like for me that's not the kind of bonus content i like mm-hmm. or care about enough to want to give them money plus it's disney they're already making a boatload of money mm-hmm. they don't need my my extra change so stuff like that especially with video games i find a lot of the bonus content is like yeah here's a new skin it's for your cosmetic. character it's all it doesn't cosmetic. change like gameplay or add extra storyline yes and if it if it did add extra storyline then yeah maybe i'd be more interested Mm -hmm. in it but i don't know that's i find with video game bonus content you're right it is mostly just cosmetic i would want more gameplay more levels or yeah secret bonus rooms or extra missions or whatever I don't think that we are the consumers that those $70 things are targeted for. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, no, definitely not. And they probably realize that ahead of time and they know, okay, we have a game. We just want to get it into people's hands. I mean, obviously, games that are giving something away for free and then selling access to skins or something like that, they have done the math and realized, oh, we might find 5% of the people that play this game purchase the skins, but in the long run, we're going to make more money because they will keep purchasing the skins. I mean, everybody yeah, talks about yeah. them as whales. You know, you'll have people that spend ten dollars to $20,000 to uh, just get a bunch of different skins in a game because they have the money mm-hmm. to do that. And they realize, well, okay, we can just sell one yeah. person a bunch of content and then a bunch of other people can play for free. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe we're not rich enough for bonus content in general. Maybe if we had more money, we'd be like, yeah, here's my money for this extra bonus content. Sure, why not? I'm willing to pay for something that I want to get access to. I just want access to it. I want the ability to make the Mm. choice to purchase something Mm. or the access to be able to purchase something. That's that's where I get upset or irritated or whatever. If I don't want to buy it, I won't buy it. I think for the most part, the reason that we don't purchase stuff like that is because of the perceived value. And Mm -hmm. if they dropped the price of it, if they had a skin for 25 cents, we would probably be a lot more like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'll I'll pay 25 cents for this skin. Why not? Mm -hmm. But when you have it at $20, that's when they're really not going for you as a skin purchaser. They don't care about you as a skin purchaser. You know, maybe somebody will buy something for you for your birthday or something like that. You know, it's it's one of those things where you, you are not the target audience for that right, sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, if they had full pirates regalia, well, then maybe I'll buy mm-hmm. that. And that's when having a variety of options really comes into play because you might look at the, all the little cutesy pastel stuff and go, that is not for me. Mm-hmm. But then something like you know pirates or whatever and suddenly there's skulls and crossbones and fire and doubloons and you're like okay i'm listening (laughs) you had me at pirates here's my money (laughs) shut up and take my money before i change my mind yeah i did want to go back to the patreon comment yes we and as does everyone else with patreon charge for different access for different tiers we do make that accessible to anyone who wants to purchase it but I think with Patreon, unlike with, you know, your mega billion dollar corporations out there, we're putting out free content, like almost all of our content is free. And then mm-hmm. we're saying, hey, if you want a little bit more, we need to make some money off of it so that we can keep going to like make it worth continuing to produce this extra content. I don't have a problem with little startups and small companies and individual content creators trying to make money off of their content as long as anybody who wants to listen to their content can like as if you're willing to pay for it everyone should be able to listen to it if they buy it you know 
Yeah. Does that make sense? I it know it does that. make sense. It does. It, but to me, it's kind of the same thing as bonus content then. You know, if we're saying you have to go to a website and you have to pay to get a specific piece of media and you then also have to go to barnesandnoble.com and go to pay them for a specific type of bonus chapter, I guess that's the comparison that I was kind of trying to draw. Is it is it only because there's more places to purchase that specific book and only one of them comes with that bonus chapter? Is that why we're so concerned with I was kind of under the impression you had to physically go buy something as opposed to just being able to order it online. If anybody can go onto a website and order something online, but they can only get from one store, I don't care. Just order it from that store. It's more that if you have to be physically there to get it. Hmm. Interesting. I think that was was a case for the first, or I I could be perceiving this wrong, but your first book was like, you have to purchase it at different locations, right? For the bonus chapters. Yeah, you have to purchase it from different locations. I don't know that you necessarily have to. I think you can order it online as well. But to me, it just seems silly because like my... I didn't even know there was anything to do with bonus chapters until someone was like, yeah, I read the bonus chapter. I was like, what bonus chapter? And I even looked in the description on my Kindle and I was like, yeah, there's a bonus chapter. I was like, cool. And then there's not a bonus chapter. I'm like, what the heck? Like, that's so stupid. And then I Googled it and they're like, yeah, so you can get one bonus chapter from this place. You can get one bonus chapter from this place. And then if you want to get both of them, you can buy it from this place this place and that to me it just it it seemed so silly like you have to buy the whole book all over again in order to get that other bonus chapter kind of yes yeah okay that that doesn't it wasn't don't make sense it wasn't like buying additional content you had to repurchase an entire item to get part two or whatever and and i understand Mm -hmm. that there are people who are absolutely going to do that because they're crazy about these books or whatever that's that's fine and then that's on them and they can totally do that but to me as especially with book as a book consumer like bonus content for books seems silly unless you're purchasing it like oh yeah you get like a really pretty dust jacket and you get stickers and you get like a little fold out poster to go along with it if you purchase it from this one particular pace place mm. that's fine but if you're specifically talking about extra bonus the chapters written content. Written, written content for me it feels like it should just be provided with every book but if you want to have an exclusive like oh this dust jacket for this book is only available at target these stickers and posters are only available at barnes noble i Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily mind that it was more like you can only get the deleted scenes from best buy you can only get the behind the scenes and the blooper reel from target like that just seems so silly to me because then you're buying multiple copies of the same work of art just to have a little bit extra with it yeah which is not just redundant it's also wasteful mm-hmm. that's yeah capitalism <laughs> trying no, to- yeah. <laughs> going yeah. back to the whole system is broken so so i i think one of the big people as far as i know to start that sort of selling multiple copies each with something slightly different trend it's george lucas with the original star wars trilogy freaking because there was Georgie. the original then there was like special mm-hmm. editions then there was remastered and each one had different bonus content depending upon where you got it from there was different box sets that got together so it was just selling the same thing over and over again with slightly different packaging slightly different content and people bought it because people love star wars and they were like "Ooh, i get a new 30 minute 
behind the scenes that I've never seen with this movie, yes, I'm going to buy it. And so they're not purchasing the, the movie again. They're purchasing the bonus content. And I think it's mm-hmm. that sort of way with your chapters, Amy. If you could purchase the same exact book again with a bonus chapter in it, but the bonus chapter was lower in price, then you'd probably be like, okay, yeah, I'd totally do this. You know, if you only had to pay a dollar to get that book when you paid 20 for all the chapters before, you would probably be like, yes. But then you have to figure how much do you love that book to purchase it a second time at full price. And I think that that it's it's maybe frustrating to you as a consumer who does not have the money and really enjoys a specific product. But it is it is a good marketing strategy for those who are creating the content to sell multiple copies and to make the most money they possibly can off of a product. It's just annoying for consumers. I guess when I look at DVD versus book, there's a material difference between the two. DVD, like you can put a whole bunch of extra stuff on a DVD or have very little on it. I have the same disc, right? That's it. It's just that disc with a book. You're using more and more and more and more paper to reprint the same material over again. And I just, it seems wasteful. Well, like, Amy as said opposed to even... just selling the extra bonus chapter or whatever. Sell it for $20, the same as the book for just a single chapter, but you're only selling that chapter. Yeah. Like you're not cutting down all the forests to print your damn books. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have a particular. Oh, I will watch the bonus content from this show because I really like this show or because they make funny bonus content. Because I can tell you right now, anytime The Boys puts out anything on YouTube, I'm watching it immediately. They have a YouTube channel called Vought International. Oh my gosh. And they've put out some stupid bonus content. I mean, it's really low effort, just right in front of a green screen, terrible CG, but it's like, it's funny, pretty well written, stupid little jokes and i love that little bonus content i mean they're clearly making money off of it on youtube but you know if millions of people are watching it's it's free for everyone else so on and so forth that's that's the best type of bonus content i think i've consumed in the past couple of years i love it when a show puts out or a a studio puts out little extra blips like what you're talking about you know the Mm -hmm. office put out some extra like oh yeah 30 second whatever i watched one the other day it was from like the the emmys or something i don't know i don't know what is what yeah like it was like 10 years old and it was like all the new people at the office and they just had every major character from every major tv show that was on at that time was suddenly hired by the office and they're talking about their experience at the office (laughs) it was hilarious i love little stuff like that i guess i don't really think of that as bonus content even though i guess technically it is it to me it just seems like additional content or side content well i think it's i think we consider it that because it feels like it belongs in the world and it's also bonus like just enough effort to feel like it's still part of the universe yeah it's and not that's breaking the about. oh is it breaking the fourth wall is that what it's yeah called? yeah it's not breaking the fourth wall you're still immersed in the story with it whereas when you watch the behind the scenes or the bloopers suddenly that wall that veil has been taken down yep. and it's no longer about the story it's about the making of the story and i yeah. guess that's the difference between what i like i like stuff that continues to contribute to the story as opposed to stuff about making the story mm-hmm. i will say for Pirates of the Caribbean, 
I wanted to know everything about that mm. movie. I wanted to know absolutely as much information as I could. And so I love the behind the scenes looks into how they design their costumes, how they design their sets, what they were thinking for different shots, how they had to take different shots, all the little intricacies. And so for me, I like watching that kind of things, but only for movies or shows that I truly care about. So Pirates of the Caribbean was one of them. Lord of the Rings was one of them as well. I haven't watched like the full extended bonus documentary that is part of Lord of the Rings, but I've watched a lot of behind the scenes Lord of the Rings stuff because it is fascinating, especially when you have this story that's, you know, told on such an epic scale. Give me more information about about what goes into that, uh, into making that. And I I do find that kind of stuff fascinating. But if I'm watching, like, I don't care about Lord... um, I don't care about Law and Order, so I don't care if I get any behind the scenes of Law and Order or any bonus content or any additional content that they might put out. So I guess it also depends upon who they're trying to. Yeah, so you're yeah, saying who the audience, audience. Like, yes, yeah, how exactly. hardcore a fan you are. Mm-hmm. Now with but Lord I'm of sure. The Rings, oh God! Well, I was gonna say, but I'm sure people who love Law and Order are like, yes, mm-hmm. give me them behind the scenes. If I there was a see. box set of all the behind the scenes stuff, dad would eat that up. Oh, yeah. He'd be <laughs> so excited about it. Now, with Lord of the Rings, I've hardly seen any of the making of it. I'll hear it in people talking about it or in passing whatever. I don't really care. But I definitely ate up the extended editions where they put back all the deleted scenes and dedicated like a whole weekend to watching that. That was definitely my jam. I thoroughly enjoyed the more story. I did like the part when they were doing taxes in the beginning. That was so cool. I'm sorry. Wait, what? In were the, they? In, yeah. In the extreme extended editions, Bilbo's like getting ready for his birthday and he's doing taxes. It's great. Because they get taxed yeah. based on how old they are. <laughs> oh, didn't know that. <laughs> this is some deep lore I'm learning yeah. right now. Yeah. I, I don't know if Missy said this. I like bonus content when it is improv content. So specifically, there's a lot of really great content for Parks and Rec that never made it into the show because there's a funnier take. But it doesn't mean that those other takes were not funny. Sometimes I feel like they were funnier, but you have to make a judgment call. And also there's some censoring things that could not go on TV that. (laughs) Yeah. So that's April has some (laughs) real good ones. Yeah. Andy yep. Dwyer's character, the, comeback uh, the one? character of Andy Dwyer, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I love content like that because it's not going to take away from the story. I don't need it in my life, but it is fun to enjoy that sort of thing. I also like so this. This actually was from Peacemaker. There's post credit scenes, and they are not related to the plot at all. It just seems <gasps> oh, kind yeah, of those like are that, great. where they're like they continue a funny moment a little bit longer than was actually in the show, or they have like alternate takes of of something. It's not like a it, it's a it's a series. I can't explain it. It's a weird mixture of like scripted slash improv, just different content that was there. It's like they told John Cena, "Hey, go long with this bit." And we'll cut it down for what we need in the show. Yeah. But then just, it's just like going. ridiculously extended in that last cut. And it's like it's like a super cut version of it, too. Mm. Yeah. So, oh, great. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's, a, that's a great Stuff notion. like that I enjoy as bonus content. I will say Netflix has been putting out on YouTube recently a lot of blooper reels from the different shows that they produce. And I actually really like that because, yes, they're not on Netflix itself, you have to go to YouTube, 
but you don't have to subscribe or pay extra money in order to view the blooper reels. They are just putting them out there. And I think that those are really fun. And it's cool to see all the different ones. I just watched the one for Red Notice with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Ryan Reynolds. His name is just Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. It's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Forever and always. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) Anyways, it was just nice to see, especially from a streaming service they're sort of like bonus content because usually like when Disney does bonus content, they're like, oh, it's a whole new show where we actually like take time to discuss how this is made or whatever. Or HBO where they have at the very end of like a episode, they'll have the making of and then sometimes they'll have the making of just as like a separate video. This is like, mm. hey, it's totally outside of our our streaming service. Here's some fun content for you. And I like that as well. But any other any other bonus bonus content that you guys want to talk about? Nah. Stuff's stupid. Yeah, that's what I expect from Liam. You'll watch the little clips on YouTube, though. Bonus content's all right. Let me you talk. You showed me some me of the talk. extra clips from... Uh, oh, Let me talk. What's the one? What's the one, Tommy, from HBO that recently we all watched? Oh. Oh, Chernobyl. D- nailed it. He showed me some bonus content for that. Oh, my gosh. You guys would not believe it. <laughs> Have I showed you bonus content? No, I'm talking about IRL stuff. No. Wait, l- what, the what was Liam going to say? That wasn't no, HBO. Yeah, was, that's not even HBO. Right. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what's on what anymore. I forgot I was going to say. Liam, how do you feel about bonus content? I don't know. You had 30 minutes to think about it. And I all forgot. You guys, I don't know. It's, I it's been almost an hour. And... No. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say this at the beginning, but I didn't want to like trample on your horses. Basically, I don't have a problem with bonus content at all and like any type of way or media because, you know, like first off, I'm not really into that. But second off, you can just find it on the internet. And I get it could be annoying to just go out your way to find it on the internet. But at the same time, that's just being lazy. You can just go up on there and the internet and you'll be fine. You can find almost anything on there in bonus ways. I've done it plenty of times for the rare times I actually do want to find bonus things. It's really easy and it's for free. Just go on YouTube, Google, any random little site. You'll be fine. You'll be good. You'll be able to find it. Unless you're watching like the most least popular thing of all time or reading something that only has had like two copies sold. I heard Pirate Bay has great bonus content. <laughs> That's what immediately <laughs> what I was thinking Liam was going to. <laughs> is, that, no. is that a game? No, it's a, no, it's an old torrent website to pirate oh. media, which mm-hmm. you should probably not use any. So, Liam, like all those beep websites you use. Bro, you can find so much stuff on beep websites. Yo, it is crazy. <laughs> gotta cut all that. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy, he says. Uncountable it all. Don't cut it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bleep yeah, beep, 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 beep. It's crazy. <laughs> Oh, uh, cool. Bonus content. Depends upon who you are and what the content is. Just like always. <laughs> I don't begrudge any content, though, even if I'm not into it. I say if people are love something, they're really into it, and they just want to consume more of it, go for it. Get whatever you want. Dive into whatever you want. Collect all of it. Props to you. I do that with certain stuff, even if I don't mm. watch it. But What about when you go to, to buy cereal and it's like, now, 25% more for free. <laughs> okay. That's bonus content. Okay, know. that's not bonus content, and let me tell you why. Which because is bonus. over the last two years, they were slowly making the 
the volume smaller and smaller, but selling you the same box size. So you didn't realize they were cutting the ounces down a little, little, little. And then suddenly when they're like, now you get more bonus amount. No, they're simply giving you back some of what they had already taken away. Boys it's a bonus. lie when it comes to food. Okay, it's but not I, bonus. It's I will lie. say some bonus content that's definitely not for free. Brennan and I, when he comes up from Florida, we're going to go to McDonald's and we're going to get a Big Mac and get that free Overwatch skin. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. So what, what if you go in a restaurant and, you know, you're eating your fries and you get a little bonus onion ring or like a bonus oh extra my gosh, chicken that's, that's a that. great uh-huh. bonus. That is oh my that's gosh. pretty good. I like that bonus content. Or like one of the vegetarian products I buy all the time is only supposed to come in a pack of 10 and every third pack has 11 in it. And I'm not going to say what or who makes it because I don't want them to correct <laughs> that on their machinery. You know, there there is a trend on the Lego subreddit of people posting pictures saying, Lego accidentally shipped me two of the exact same product. What do I do? Return one or keep it? But it's like post after post after post of them. And so (laughs) I have started to think that just like most things in Reddit, it is totally not true. And it's people just karma farming. And they just they bought two of them and they took a picture. So or it's it's Lego themselves and they're posting (laughs) these pictures wanting people to buy it. I hope they get two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're trying to get people to buy it. It, That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. If you if you look at anything that's posted on social media and you assume it is either fake for attention or it is advertising, then you're going to realize how much of the things you consume are both of those. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But legitimate IRL bonus content does happen. Like that one soda machine in the cafeteria of my high school where you would press it and it would give you two. Like that was oh. a legit thing. Oh, every you know, a lot of people weren't into that minimade lemonade drink thing, but you got two of them instead of one, so yeah, might as well. Sweet, so are Bogos bonus content? Well, bonus on one, get one. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you listening, taking your time to listen to our shenanigans. What are your guys' thoughts on bonus content? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you not care about it? What your What's your favorite kind of bonus content? Let us know. We are 1L2N Productions over on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. And you can also go visit our website, which is 1L2NProductions.com. And if you like what we're doing and you want to help show your support, you can hunt it over you can head on over to our Patreon, which might have some bonus content. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Where's my, oh, there we go. And the last word of the day is going to go to Liam. Take it away. A fake man gets slowed down by life. A real man shits his pants and keeps going. Uh-huh.